You're listening to the Water Lily Podcast, a podcast all about the brilliant work of the Water Lily Project, a charity that's passionate about supporting and empowering vulnerable women in Christchurch, in Dorset and the surrounding areas, helping them back to independent living. Over the next five episodes, you'll find out about Chatterbox, which was an 18-month-long lottery-funded intergenerational project run by the Water Lily Project. And in this episode, we're going to be hearing from not one, but two to Peter's. Very shortly, you will be hearing from Peter Duffin, who was somebody who brought in his model train to two of the Chatterbox sessions as a supporter of the Water Lily Project, hearing his thoughts on Chatterbox. But before that, we're going to be hearing from Peter Kegg, who not only is he Water Lily's project handyman, he was also involved with Christchurch Housing Society, which played an instrumental role in securing a Water Lily Project's premises on Barrack Road in Christchurch. Well, the building in which Water Lily and the Chatterbox Project operate out of uh, has been made possible, the buying of it and, and also the rending of it to the charity by the Christchurch Housing Society. Uh, so, Peter, tell us a wee bit about why did the society think it was a, a good thing to buy this building to facilitate programmes, not, not just Chatterbox, but lots of other programmes that benefit the community? Uh, the society was set up to help mainly elderly people in, in Christchurch. Um, but they've also been involved over the years in different community projects. At one time they owned the community hall at Druitt, for example. So uh, the committee, one of the committee members said when it was being discussed, is if this is happening in Christchurch, we want to be part of it. And indeed you eventually acquired the building from, I think it was Dorset County Council. I mean, obviously you're here today and we're celebrating the Chatterbox project, bringing elderly people together with younger people. What do you think the real value of these sorts of programmes um, is? Well, I I think it's really important that that elderly people uh, have uh, fun things to do and that that young children see elderly people as people and not just someone in the distance. So I think building relationships is excellent. Yeah. So going going forward, I mean, I, I mean clearly that that society does a lot of work with with different groups within 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 Christchurch. How would you like to see the, the, those sorts of partnerships develop in the future? Um, it, it's difficult to say really because, I, but I think the um, there is this opportunity to work together on helping the local community. We've helped. Uh, the local dementia project, for example, um, and uh, Christchurch Housing Society have got quite a few properties in the area, and are significant contributors to the welfare of the local community. Well, you're here today uh, celebrating. I guess it's a good thing to be able to come along and actually see that the excellent work that the bu- buildings like this are being put to. So clearly, the society has been a real facilitator in this case. Well, I've I've been involved with the Water Lily project before it even had this building, and when it when they moved into the building, uh, when it was rented from the county council, uh, I've I started doing work as the odd job man. Uh, the uh, so I've, and I'm still doing that now. I, when jobs are needed, uh, I get a phone call. <laughs> now, Pete, you've made a special contribution to Chatterbox. What, what was it? 
Uh, I have a five-inch gauge railway locomotive and associated carriage to go with it. And uh, our church, Twine Church, has sort of been involved with Waterloo from very early days in supporting of it. And uh, I heard that they had made a cardboard train one year and had a Thomas the Tank Engine day. So I spoke to uh, one of the leaders here and I said, hey, I've got the real thing at home. Would you like me to bring it? So the following season or the following term, um, I actually brought my train down and laid some track out along the carpet here and gave the children a ride for a Thomas the Tank Engine day. There's something very special about trains, though. It, it captures the imagination of both, dare I say, not just the children, but the adults as well. Yes. So explain a wee bit about, because obviously you brought this, this locomotive yes. and it's to scale. Yes. Uh, what sort of reaction did you get? Absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. They were, they were a bit apprehensive to start with, I have to say, but with a little encouragement from the parents and uh, the leaders here. And was the, it just the children who had rides? Or? Yes, it was. It, you, adults, we will take adults, but it was, it, was, it was easier to get the children a ride than, because most of the adults who were here were of the intergenerational group where it had some form of disability, so it would be very difficult for them to travel on the train. Now, obviously, you've been a supporter of the whole project right, right from the beginning. What do you see as, as the value of, of this type of programme where we're bringing children together with, with, with older people? And, of course, some of those people may be suffering with memory loss or, or other things. I think that's one of the important parts of it, yes. For those who don't know, they may, they, they, may, they may know their family or they may have forgotten their family or their family a long way away. To so meet, meet with some very young children brings memory of their own family back, maybe memories of their own childhood back as well. So uh, there's a lot, lot of value to it. And certainly you see the reaction between a, you know, a little three or four-year-old going up to, say, a lady in a wheelchair and uh, the smile that comes on the face is something to behold. It really is a wonderful experience. And of course, you've got a smile on your face. You've obviously had a bit of benefit yourself from participating. Well, yes, that's true. And I'm a, gra I'm a grandfather myself, so I know how much my grandchildren appreciate the train. So we're all children at heart, aren't we, Peter? We are. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. Peter Duffin there, and before that, Peter Keg chatting to Hope FM's Blair Crawford, actually on site at the Water Lily Cafe in Barrack Road during the final celebration uh, party for a chatterbox, and we're going to hear more from that uh, party in the final fifth and final episode where we'll hear from denise ruth and olivia who all participated in chatterbox